The Hen That Feeds You is an audio drama podcast that follows a linear storyline. That means if today is your first time joining us, first of all, hi, welcome, how you doing? Secondly, make sure that you start with episode one and listen to each episode in order, or you just might miss something really important. Please be advised, this podcast may contain explicit language, adult situations, including sexual situations and elements of horror, as well as other content that may make some uncomfortable. Listener discretion is advised. And now, without further ado, let's jump in to the hand that feeds you. Hey there. Happy Halloween. Oh my gosh. First of all, on a personal note, I wanted to say thank you. It is so cool seeing how many people are listening to this podcast all over the world. Thank you so, so much. Secondly, because today is Halloween, I wanted to do something special for the podcast and release a couple episodes. And these are both longer episodes. Now, I do have to give a disclaimer. Um, I've been very busy lately, and I do have all of the audio recorded for these chapters, but it takes a long time to record even one episode. A normal episode is about 15 to 20 minutes, and that can take eight or nine hours of editing. It's very tedious and very time consuming. I love it, but it's time consuming. And I haven't had the chance to end time for Halloween like I wanted to. However, about two years ago, when I first started dabbling with recording chapters of the story that I've written, I took some audio samples and started trying to mix them, and it's not great. (laughs) Definitely not to the level I want for this podcast, but I do have those finished. So like I said, they're a couple years old, the audio's not great, it's kind of all over the place, levels are off, there's some clipping on the high ends, but it's something that I will put out today just because I want to release it for Halloween. 
So I hope you do enjoy it. Just know if you are a, an active listener of the podcast, I will take the time to actually master the audio clips that I've you know just recorded over the last couple weeks. And I will re-release these episodes in a polished edit in the very near future. So this is just temporary, just to celebrate the day and the spooky season that is upon us. So I hope you enjoy them. I hope you enjoy your day. Um, dress up, eat lots of candy, go out trick-or-treating if you do that. I will definitely be eating lots and lots of candy. So anyway, thanks again. And here's the uh, archived episodes. Max flung forward in his seat, smacking his face on the seat back in front of him. If he hadn't been wearing his seatbelt, he'd probably have wound up in the lap of the guy next to him. Oh my god, sir, are you alright? Several passengers left their seats to try and help. Ladies and gentlemen, please return to your seats. Let's give him some room to breathe, said the flight attendant. You okay, sir? There was a fire. Max was still out of breath. A fire? On the plane? Someone started to panic. No, there's no fire on the plane. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ask you again to take your seats. Thank you. The flight attendant was being curt with him now. Then he turned his attention back to Max. It was all just a dream, sir. Everything's going to be okay, he said warmly. Max buried his face in his hands. But it... It felt so real. I, I could feel the heat of it. And I could hear them. I could hear them all. They were trapped and I couldn't help them. I, I, I could see them, but I, I couldn't help them. He was sobbing now. Part of him felt like an idiot because a flight attendant was wiping away his tears with a hot towel. That and he'd also gotten some snot on the sleeve of the guy sitting in D-14. But the other part of him didn't care. Obviously, it was all just a dream, but where did this come from? He didn't recognize any of the faces. This didn't seem like some scary movie he'd watched, at least none that he could remember. It was more like he was looking through a window into another world, watching this all play out. And then, he was there. It felt real. It was real. It couldn't be real. I'll bet it was the sleeping pill that you washed down with the vodka from the minibar, said D-14. Maybe, Max said. But it wasn't. Max always took a pill with a little alcohol on a flight. He hated flying, and he flew a lot. He'd either wind up nauseous, puking his guts out in the airplane toilet, which sucked, or he'd be groggy for the rest of the day, which sucked slightly less. Nightmares were never part of the equation. Never. About 400 miles away, in the driver's seat of a rental car, Andy was also dreaming. Andy. Andy. She opened her eyes. The whisper came again. Andy. She was still dreaming. And she knew it. She knew the feeling. And she was ready. Despite the nightmares, nightmares weren't something new to Andy. When she was just a kid, she suffered from chronic night terrors and sleep paralysis, 
This went undiagnosed for a while because Andy's parents thought that she was just acting out for attention, but of course she wasn't. When she was 11, her parents sent her away to a juvenile psychiatric hospital where she'd spent a year undergoing psychoanalysis and daily counseling. She never forgave them for sticking her in there. If there was one good thing that came from her time spent in the hospital, it was that someone finally took her claim seriously. A doctor worked with her to navigate her dreams. Over time, she developed the ability to lucid dream. This helped her to be able to face her fears, or if she couldn't fight them, she could find a way out. There's always an escape, her doctor would tell her. This all seemed to work. By the time she was cleared to go back home, the nightmares had stopped. She hadn't had one since, at least, till a week ago. She drew in a deep breath and held it. Seven, eight, nine. <sighs> and again. Breathe in for five. Hold it for five. Let it out slowly. And all the way out on ten. She was a little out of practice, but it was coming back to her. Okay, now take in your surroundings. What do you see? She was in her car, still in the driver's seat, and the seat was reclined. The sky was dark. It must have been nighttime now. There was a full moon and lots of stars. Okay, good. Don't forget to breathe. Keep breathing. Until now, she had only moved her eyes, while working to keep her head and body perfectly still. She felt safe enough to sit up. She sat up and adjusted the seat to the upright position. The car was still in the same spot, with the giant rock positioned directly in front of her. She scanned the view from each window. There was nothing outside, nothing out of the ordinary. A few more deep breaths, then she silently opened the door and climbed out. The night air was cold. She could feel it tingling her skin. Goosebumps chased up her arms and down her back. She breathed the cold air in deeply. She breathed it in until it hurt. There had to be some reason she was here in this dream. She was ready to face it, whatever it may be. The rock seemed to move, to dance in the moonlight. At first, Andy thought it was just her eyes playing tricks on her. Then she remembered this was a dream. Trust nothing. She kept her eyes fixed on the rock. Her intuition told her that while she was watching it, it was the thing that was watching her. At first, it was just a vibration, then a pulse along the perimeter, and finally, like the stroke of an artist's brush, a murky black shadow swept across the rock and wisped in front of her. Andy. The shadow whispered her name. What do you want from me? Come here, Andy. The shadow was moving further away. Who are you? Andy demanded. I've been waiting for you. We've been waiting. Tell me who you are. Andy was trying to control it, but she must have been too rusty. The shadow floated toward the edge of the cliff and disappeared into the darkness. Andy knew it wasn't gone. She wasn't that stupid. Come back here. I demand to know who you are. After a few moments of silence, the dark form of a woman stepped out from the shadows. 
and it couldn't make out a face or any features. The form continued walking closer to the edge where she stopped to look out over the sea. Andy couldn't explain why she felt this way, but she wanted to cry. An extreme wave of pain and sadness washed over her. She felt deep pain for this woman, for this thing. Her eyes began to burn, then her nose. Before she could stop them, she could feel the salty tears welling up in her eyes. This made absolutely no sense. Hello? The thing didn't look back. Is... Is there a reason I'm here? Please just tell me. Please. Andy was weeping now. She had this strong desire to run to the thing and hug it with every ounce of strength she had. She felt its sadness, its pain. She didn't even realize she had started walking towards it, not until she was running. It didn't move away from the edge. Andy didn't know if it had its back or its face to her. She still couldn't see a face, if there was one. When she was about a foot away, she stopped. It knew she was there. It had been waiting for her. There was something it wanted to tell her. Andy didn't say anything, she just waited. There was a faint, disembodied whisper. What? Andy asked quietly. The thing whispered again. Still, Andy couldn't make it out. With trembling hands, she reached out to touch it on the shoulder. What did you say? In an instant, the thing spun around to face her, but just before she could see its face, she heard it say, Open your eyes! Andy woke up face to face with a demon. The same demon she'd seen in her nightmares every night for the last week. It was sniffing her hair. If there was any flesh left on its face, she couldn't see it. It looked mostly like the vacant skull of a decomposed corpse, only different. Much different. The teeth were like sharp fangs, not just the canines, all of them. Its dislocated jaw swung freely on its hinges, releasing a forked tongue. Once again, her stomach turned at the vile smell of its putrid breath. The tongue lapped at her cheeks, like a friendly dog. If only this were a dog. It raised a limb, displaying its three-pronged claw. Her eyes followed its reach as it flew over her face and up to her head. Then she could feel it playing with her hair. She tried to move. She tried to scream. She tried to breathe. No matter how hard she tossed and turned about internally, her body lay deadly still. Her heart was beating so furiously that she could not only hear it, but she could feel the blood pulsing. Come on, come on, this isn't real, this isn't real! Her chest was hurting from the lack of oxygen. Breathe, damn it, breathe! No matter how forcefully her mind would say the words, her body refused to cooperate. She kept watching the thing as it was watching her. She looked into the deep abyss of its eyes. She could see nothing in them. She wondered what it could see in her. Her limbs were growing cold now. Her fingers and toes were numb. You have got to breathe! In that moment, she knew she only had one shot. If she didn't breathe soon, she'd never breathe again. Andy closed her eyes, and on the count of three, she was going to give everything she had to get herself up. Okay, Andy, you've got this. One. Two. 
Although it felt like she had pushed the weight of the world off her shoulders, Andy merely rolled over halfway into the passenger seat. Luckily, that was more than enough. <gasps> she drew in a gasp like never before, and when she was done, she gasped again. And again. This breath felt amazing. It was like sex, only better. Maybe not any other time, but in this moment, it sure as hell was better than any sex she'd ever had. The Hand That Feeds You is written and recorded by me, Tim Baker. I sincerely want to say thank you for taking the time to listen. If you enjoy the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. I would appreciate if you could leave a rating. That's what helps the podcast appear higher in the search results. And of course, don't forget to tell your friends. There's no better way to promote a podcast than by word of mouth. New episodes will be released every week. And again, thank you for listening. Until next time, stay skeptical. <laughs>